I gotta admit, I'm actually very excited to do this episode this week. This is the Halloween special. This is something I want to just give everybody ahead of time so you can be prepared and ready for when Halloween comes around because Lord knows this can be a scary time for not only you, but also your dogs. Let's dive into it. Welcome to this week's episode. I am Jake, your host from OnDogTrainingAcademy.com. If you haven't been there yet, what are you waiting for? Go check that thing out. It is new, and then we are in the process. Actually, no, we do have a new course available, and it is going to be launching November 1st, 2021, but we are taking pre-orders now, and you get a little bit of a discount if you purchase now and get yourself ready for the November 1st launch. That course is called Welcome Home. Welcome Home is basically set up for anyone who's just getting a new dog or puppy or if you are thinking about getting one or you got one recently and you're looking for more help. Um, This is going to set you guys up not only environmentally but schedules and everything. We give you guys as much as we could possibly think of to prepare you for when you're getting or when you just got this new dog. I highly recommend if you're listening to this and you're thinking about getting a new dog, you should definitely check out this course. This course will help you be way more prepared. These are things you will figure out, I promise. You will figure out on your own. However, a lot of times once you figure these things out, it is too late or you're now having to work on things like bad habits that have already been created and then you'll look back and go, geez, I wish I just would have known XYZ. So if you guys are interested in something like that, go over to ondogtrainingacademy.com and click on our course. You'll see the Welcome Home course right in there. Click on that and you will go to our sales page there where you can check out everything. You'll be able to look at it. You'll be able to to see what kind of uh, course, what what the course is about, what our chapters are about. And uh, hopefully you guys are interested. Check that out on dogtrainingacademy.com. Also, like always, if you guys are interested in being part of podcast, maybe wanting to give us ideas on some episodes you would like us to do, then jump on over to our Learn, Laugh, Bark Facebook page and tell me. I have a topic uh, thing started right there. You can jump in there and tell me what you would like me to talk about. It could be anything you you could think of, and uh, I will do it. Uh, Last week, I did a listener-requested one, which I thought was really fun, and uh, I'd like to do more of these. So jump over to the Learn, Laugh, Bark podcast and on Facebook and check that out. Uh, we're also going to be starting a TikTok channel here for our on-dog, and that'll give you kind of a sneak peek into what we do lifestyle-wise and just get to know us a little bit more on a personal level that maybe even this podcast doesn't quite offer. So go Go search that out. I don't really know TikTok that well, so uh, go check that out as however you can. The Beyond Dog Training Academy dot com on TikTok. All right, that is enough of all of that. Let's dive into this week's episode. So, like I mentioned, this is the Halloween special, 
And as you might have heard in the intro song, it gets a little spooky. It's a little scary. You know, Halloween Halloween is definitely a fun time. I am personally a huge fall fan. So Halloween is just, for many reasons, something I really, really, really look forward to. Um, but with that being said, our dogs probably, if we were to actually tell them about it, probably wouldn't be looking forward to this as much because there's a lot of stuff that they just don't see 364 days of the year. And on that one day, they just see so much stuff that can just be so intimidating, scary, overwhelming for them. And we want to make sure that our dogs are safe and happy and get through Halloween just like we did with the 4th of July. We put out the 4th of July episode well ahead of time to prepare you guys. We're going to do the same thing with Halloween because we want you guys to be prepared and ready. And um, yeah, so let's go ahead and dive into it. Well, the, the first thing is let's talk about why why is Halloween scary to a dog? You know, it, it, Halloween is fun for us, but the problem with Halloween for dogs is, or just any animal for, for that matter, they don't know it's coming. It's like one day everything's perfectly fine and normal, and the next day people are wearing these ridiculous masks, they got makeup on, they're making weird noises, they're screaming, and there's so much other things that we'll be getting into. And so it's just all of a sudden for the dogs. And that can be absolutely terrifying and can lead to issues. You know, it, it could lead to possibly your dog biting somebody out of fear or unfortunately, kids really, well, not unfortunately, but kids really get into their costumes and they like to play the part. So like, let's say someone is a big monster or something and and the little kid, and, and this is just, like I said, the kid's just into it having fun and they see the dog and they go, Rah! and they, they, they make this monster noise because, well, they're a monster right now. And your dog goes, holy crap, what is that? And runs away, bites the kid, something like that, and that can be really scary for not only the kid, but for the dog, and for you to have to try and deal with that, so just letting you guys in on some knowledge here so you are prepared, so let's first dive into, um, well, like I mentioned, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about a few things here on, on what you can do um, to help them, the first thing though to keep in mind is how does your dog react to a doorbell? So if your dog, like many dogs, freaks out at the doorbell, well, there's a good chance your dog's going to hear a ton of doorbell that night. Kids coming, or if you don't have kids coming to your house, but you're having people over, you definitely are going to have people ringing the doorbell to come in. So getting them comfortable with the doorbell, I think, is important. Now, that's not easy to do, and today is... September 14th, you guys will be hearing this though on the 16th of September, and that might not be enough time to fully condition your dog to not react to a doorbell if they are reactive to it already, but it's something you can definitely work towards using food and praise and kind of counter conditioning. But keep that in mind, like how's your dog react to a doorbell? If your dog is going crazy at a doorbell, then this could be a really tough day for them, and it might you know, take some being proactive to deal with this to make sure that this doesn't become a bigger problem. Like that's the main goal, I think, too, with this this episode is to just get through Halloween. I don't want you to come through, come out of Halloween with your dog all of a sudden having weird fears or more reactive or whatever it might be. So this is just like with the Fourth of July. It's kind of kind of like just let's get them through this so that we can enjoy the rest of fall and and everything like that. 
And so the first thing I want you guys to keep in mind is, or first thing I'd like you guys to think about doing is crating your dogs during this time. Your dog doesn't need to come to the door and greet people. Now, if your dog is bulletproof and awesome and you're not worried at all and you want to be have that be part of it where maybe you dress them up in a costume and they greet the kids and whatever at the door, that's fine. But if your dog could potentially have an issue with any of this, a crate is a great thing for your dog to be in. Now, I don't mean crate them next to the door. I don't even mean crate them next to a place where they can see or hear people coming to the door. I mean, this might be one of those times where you move it to your bedroom, the crate to your bedroom or somebody's room or something, and then you turn music on. Now, I don't recommend the music that was in the intro. I feel like even though dogs will understand that that's kind of creepy and weird, I just feel like it puts off a creepy, weird vibe. So I definitely just have some some good music on of some kind. You know, you could pick whatever radio station or whatever, throw some smooth jazz on, get them feeling real good about stuff, you know, whatever. But maybe throwing some music on, I wouldn't even say maybe, definitely have the music or a TV, something to drown out some of the noises that they could be hearing with with the doorbell. Also then, if you're like I said, if you're having people over or a party, having that radio or TV on can also drown out more sounds of people coming and going or whatever if your dog is that kind of dog. Um, if you are really wanting your dog to be around the whole Halloween uh, stuff, then it would be really good to start right now introducing them to masks, to costumes, um, like I said, the doorbell, things like that. It definitely be worth introducing him to that now. Um, obviously, doing it in a positive way, not like putting the mask on and going and like trying to intentionally scare them. Turn it into more of a positive. Just get them accustomed to it. This is basically the same advice I started giving our clients and stuff right as mask mandates came down during the pandemic. I'm like, look, your dog's probably. I mean, depending on where you live, your dog probably hasn't seen much for masks or people wearing scarves over their face or whatever. So this might be something you want to introduce to your dog if you're going to have your dog around those type of people. And even if you don't, like everyone takes their dog to the vet. So hopefully your dogs have been seeing people with masks on, just the, you know, the regular face mask on. So some sort of concealment of the face won't be super spooky to the dog. But I mean, I don't know. If if someone comes walking in with a clown mask on or some old person mask on that just makes them look really scary, I still think that is quite a bit different than even just a traditional face mask um, and your dog could still have a problem with it. So again, introduce your dog to these things. I think it's super, super, super important. Uh, but like I said, keep it positive. You don't want your dog to be spooked, so don't overwhelm them. Like don't have your kid put a mask on and chase the dog around. That's not going to end well. Or, or, you know, or even you do it. Just don't do that stuff. Don't do it. Uh, the next one then is, is keeping candy and all the Halloween festivities uh, that you might have. Whether you're, like I said, you're hosting a party or if you're just getting ready for trick-or-treaters. Making sure that candy, or if your kids went trick-or-treating and came home with a boatload of candy. I remember those days. I used to fill up a, a, a pillowcase full like they'd, everyone would have these cute little halloween plastic buckets and i'd be walking around with a pillowcase and i'd get that thing probably two-thirds of the way full if not three-quarters of the way full if not wait whatever it'd just be very very full and 
I, I remember coming home and, you know, throwing the candy all on the floor and going through the, you know, the loot, basically. Like, what'd you get? Oh my gosh, what'd you get? But during those times, my parents would always have the dogs away or would at least keep them away so that they weren't going to dive in and possibly get something that could be toxic to them. You know, xylitol is is dangerous to dogs. That's found in a lot of sugar-free gums and stuff. But then just your chocolate, or if you get chocolate-covered raisins, I don't know if that's even a candy that people give to kids. Whatever. I like chocolate-covered raisins, but I guess I'm not a child. Age-wise, I'm not a child. Anyways, um... So I, I just think keeping these things away from your dog is going to be critical. Uh, we don't need the dog getting stuff. I do know one time growing up, our basset hound, we always called her the iron stomach because she would eat the most ridiculous things that probably should have killed her. And she would always survive it like it was nothing, like it literally did nothing to her. But she did one year get into my brother's Halloween candy and it was not good like we ended up trying we had to basically induce vomiting and it was a mess and he then was out pretty much all of his candy and uh so i mean that's his loss whatever i mean i'd maybe sell him some some but whatever anyways so we want to make sure your dogs are safe so keeping that candy away from them chocolate sugar-free stuff i mean basically anything dogs shouldn't be eating candy it is just not a uh a good idea the other thing then is just dangerous items in general. So like if you're having, well, candles, pumpkins with candles in it, probably not the greatest thing to be able to uh, have the dog around, although they're, I know they're concealed within it. Um, but just being careful with that stuff, being careful with fog machines, being careful with uh, any sort of garlandy type stuff, anything that your dog could eat and potentially get obstructed, it's definitely good to keep that stuff away. Um, fog machines, I just, I mean, breathing that stuff in can't be good. And dogs have such a strong sense of smell and they're so sensitive to that stuff. I just really would hate to make it uncomfortable or make the dog unhappy with being exposed to that. So keep that in mind as well. The next thing then is if you're having a holiday party, I already mentioned about maybe keeping your dog either in a crate or in another room somewhere away from the bulk of things. Now that doesn't mean you can't take your dog out periodically, um, and let them, you know, mingle around and see people and, and be social if they can handle it. But I would do that under extreme supervision. And here's why. I don't trust, and I don't really, ex- I mean, I expect people to be decent to a degree, but I don't trust people not to give my dog something they shouldn't have, especially if the people aren't dog people. And surprisingly, yes, we do have friends and family that are just not dog people. And so I don't fully trust that they're not going to slip the dog something food-wise that maybe they're sensitive to or is not good for them or has an allergy towards or whatever it might be. Um, or just feeding them table scraps in general. Like I just don't want that. So I'm really careful about that. Also, typically at these Halloween parties, alcohol is involved. Now, I'm not telling you not to have alcohol. You do you. But Again, I'm certainly not going to trust drunk people to not do something stupid with my dog. And that could be like giving them alcohol themselves or giving them the food or or playing inappropriate or just feeding into bad behaviors, biting, jumping, barking, whatever. So if you're going to have your dog out and be social with people, which again, I support that clearly. I mean, I definitely support it. I would do it in shifts. So you have your dog out for like 
20 minutes or a half hour and then you put them away for a little bit for like an hour or a couple hours so you can then enjoy the party and then you bring them back out but while they're out they're probably recommended that they're on leash or at least you're right there with them watching them the whole time to make sure that nothing bad or ridiculous happens because we just don't want it to happen again this is about getting through halloween uh with a dog that's at least no worse than the day before halloween so it's just about keeping them safe and happy. Um, but that's it, guys. Like, like, Think about right now what your plan is. And I, I always want people to be proactive, not reactive. So I always, you know, what is your plan for this coming holiday where you're going to have your dog with you? And, you know, I like to do these, these little holiday special things um, throughout the year. And I try to do it ahead of time. I'll probably be throwing a Thanksgiving one out here sometime in October. I want to do it ahead of time to give you guys time to think about what your plan is. Have a plan. Don't just be like, well, what are we going to do with the dog the night of the party or the night of Halloween? Because it probably is too late. Come up with an idea now. And then like, you know, if you need, if you're looking for help or guidance, contact a trainer and just be like, Hey, I want to start teaching my dog how to accept masks or people in costume or whatever. Get a private lesson going with somebody, do a virtual lesson, do something with somebody to really help yourself and give yourself a leg up. So again, you're being proactive, not reactive. So hopefully guys, that was helpful. Hopefully you're thinking about your plan and you know, like I mentioned before, check out ondogtrainingacademy.com. You can always subscribe to our email list. We are giving away a free download, a free um, new dog supply list download. So if you go on there, you'll be able to see. If you go on our website, you'll be able to see that there, especially under the course page. Uh, just click on the Welcome Home. You'll get to that course page, and you'll be able to see that free download there. Just enter your email, and you'll get that sent right over to you. Other than that, guys, I really hope you take this in. I really hope that your Halloween goes well. And I'll be talking to you before Halloween. And, and you know, honestly, if something pops up, and this is being a little bit off the cuff here, but if something comes up in the next couple weeks and you're like, hey, I want him to talk more about this leading into Halloween, go to our Facebook page, Learn, Laugh, Bark Podcast Facebook page. Tell me what you'd like me to talk about on that, and I will definitely try to include it uh, before Halloween if I'm able to. So think about that, guys. Get yourself a plan for Halloween, and like always, we'll see you next week.